Oh, look at that. As we are starting, Gabe makes a surprise appearance. Welcome to the Fantasy Ace Ball Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. And Gabe jumping on the podcast just made my night because he literally jumped in as I was pressing the record button. But first, we have Raymond Atherton with us at Raymond Atherton on Twitter. What's up, Raymond? What is up? What is up? And then we have our boy. It's been a long time, Gabe. It's been, what, it's two, been while, three weeks? Man. At least. I see yeah, sorry. You're making fire. You're lighting the cigar. You're ready to go. Tiger. I'm ready to go. Hopefully my internet holds up. I was having trouble jumping in. All right, Just General don't pull Patton. a JPP. <laughs> What's that? I said don't pull a JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. Make sure you have all your fingers after today. You know, I'm going to try. I've made it so far. I've got a couple more days to get through, though. <laughs> all right. So we are more than halfway past the season now. We are... How many games are we in? Like 84, 85, Raymond? Uh, sure. That sounds appropriate. <laughs> I think that's right. I think that's right. Let's, we'll call it 84, 85. So we are going to go ahead and get to the lineup and roster notes. I do think, by the way, I guess we'll talk more about it when we talk about the, pros- the prospects, but I think we're almost prospect out. I don't think we're going to get as so many prospect call-ups until after the deadline or September. I think uh, most of the prospects who are going to get called up are – are up at this point. There's a few lingerers out there, but most of them are most of them are good and called up at this point. Yeah, I'd say there's two big ones that I would wouldn't be surprised if they came up any day. But for the rest, I would probably agree C-S. with you. Yes. Yep. And Colton Kowser would be my two exceptions. Oh, certainly, Ron uh, Mauricio will be up. Yeah, Ronnie Mauricio, and they got to trade someone first. I had the opportunity yeah. to trade for him in more than one league, and I didn't do it because the Mets don't play the rookies they have now every day. They're going to add another one? Yes. <laughs> Why not? Rookie it up. Just turn to the, the Dodgers. The Mets might sell at the deadline, and that would open up some spots. They Let's might. Let's wait till that. we get to the Mets. Let's talk about that when we get to the okay. Mets. We're, we're, on the, we're on the Orioles, guys. Baltimore Orioles. Gunnar Henderson is hitting six right now with the return of Cedric Mullins. And he was hitting so well. Still is. Gunnar is still doing great. Um, Jordan Westberg called up, hitting eighth. How are you liking those Westberg shares, guys? Because uh, I, I, I don't want to take all the credit, but I'm pretty sure I led you on to him. Well, Gabe, I have him. He Go hasn't ahead. been real hot yet. I've been getting a lot of overs, it seems like. I know the first couple of games he was good, but. He's only like uh, five games in. Yeah. He was hitting 470 the other day, I saw, but no power, no speed yet. Power is there. Speed is, he's not a speed guy. He's going to throw, he's like a five to 10 steel guy, probably. But he's a 25 to 30 home run bat. The power is going to come. Don't you worry. Uh, G-Rod also looking really good in AAA. I think he's going to come back like right after the All-Star break. What do you think, Raymond? I think I said that the last time we recorded. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. I'm copying you. You're, you're uh, planting inception or whatever. You're, you're, you're planting ideas in my mind without me knowing. I, mind. I, do, ha- I do have a follow-up question. If you could only snag one, would you stash Manoa or G-Rod right now? G-Rod. 
Manoa did have a good start today, though. He struck out 10 in five innings. He had a, a really good start, I would say. Wow. At double A, too. At double A, too. We kind of don't talk every day. So, yeah, he got promoted and shoved today. Wow. Yeah. I that still awesome. It's double A, though. I mean, this is the thing, Raymond, is we have a bunch of claims in right now, and probably they're going to come, like, as we're podcasting in the OPL League. And we right now we have an $11 Manoa. And so now if we get a bunch of these guys that we put claims on, we may have to make a decision on that $11 Manoa. We could maybe get him cheaper. I don't know. If we throw him back, you think we're going to get him? No, you not after this. So, so you Had can't, this not it, happened today? Maybe. Now, is it no. not new? Yeah. Yes, it's so, not new. So the official rule is you cannot bid on a guy you cut for 30 days. Yes. So we cut him. So if you cut him, you're screwed. Someone else will for on him. Yeah, and and he'll if he strikes out ten more guys next week, then he's a you know no brainer. Yeah, so that's we may have to make a decision live on the podcast. We'll see what happens because in about twenty minutes, Raymond and I have like five bids on guys that are all going to come up, and we'll see how many. Tyler of these Black, guys one of them. Get. Tyler Black, anybody? No, <laughs> I can't believe Tyler Black went for seven dollars. He had double A, double A prospect. That's crazy. And it's not even a roto league. If it was a roto league like this one, then he, I don't know. You, we could probably get him for one or two dollars in this league. Tyler Black, he's like barely. He's like fringe top one hundred prospect. He's having a good season, but he's he not like first a first round draft pick last year or the year before. And he's, his OBP is really sexy in points leagues. Oh yeah, that is true. He does get on base. So where were we? Boston Red Sox. David Hamilton holding down shortstop. Trevor Story is supposed to be back after the all-star break. I don't know if it's going to be right after or like a week after or what, but he's supposed to come back in DH after the all-star break. We're pretty near to a Trevor story return. What do you guys think about story? I just traded it for him in FAI. So I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. I like that too. What do you guys feel about David Hamilton? Um, Utility speed. I think that he's gonna be he's gonna be a bench utility bat. Once like story can play short, like... no, no, just like full, like once maybe like Jihuan Bay. Like whenever story or... comes back, he's not gonna get. I don't think he's gonna get starting reps. So, so like, and that's just my perception on it. They're finally gonna cut Kike Hernandez, and he'll just take over that job. <laughs> no, Kike's just gonna play. <laughs> no, they'll just keep both of them. <laughs> they'll never cut Kike, dude. He gives him one of those guys who's around until to he's play like catcher. Yeah. <laughs> he's already played every other position. Uh, I think I noted this, and you kind of made fun of it a little, Raymond, but I was like... Uh, I didn't make fun of a, it. A, a little, a little. I was like, Chris Sale is going to be ready to return before the 60-day IL stint because that's what the news says, that he's already working on a throwing program, blah, 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 but he's not eligible to come off the IL until August 2nd. So he's just going to be, I don't know, making minor league starts or whatever for a couple weeks. I really don't know what the plan is. Or maybe they trade Until he him. crashes his dirt they, bike. Well, this is the thing. Maybe they just have him make a couple <laughs> minor league starts and then they trade him because the dead, like when he can come off the 60 day IL is basically the trade. Deadline. So um, that news update also said he's going to keep going back for imaging. So I don't think he's out of the woods completely yet. Yeah, but I would not be surprised if he's 
makes two, three, four minor league starts just because he's ready. I mean, they might be short stints too, like three innings or whatever, two innings the, here, three the, innings there. But the only way you could realistically trade him, in my opinion, is in dynasty, anyways. Like nobody in redraft is going to trade for a hurt Chris Sale. No, thirty something days out from coming back. No, but our our trade deadline is after the actual MLB trade deadline. I mean, like yeah. in real MLB terms, I think he's a possible trade candidate because the Red Sox aren't going to the playoffs this year. So right. pitching is gonna pitching is gonna go for a premium. Like Giolito is gonna go for a lot if he gets traded. Dude, let's uh, get Chris Sale on the Reds. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then he can he can teach all those other young left-handers how to like not suck. I like that. Just don't cut L.A. De La Cruz's jersey. Just don't cut it up. (laughs) Chicago White Sox. Who the hell is Tanner Banks? You guys know who Tanner Banks is? Is that he sounds like a Mighty Ducks player? Never heard of him. (laughs) Never heard of him. Banks? Come on, guys! You never seen the Mighty Ducks? Nope. Oh yeah, we talked about that. I literally, right? I told we you talked this about that like a month ago. Gabe, you've never seen Tim. the Mighty Ducks. What is wrong with you, dude? Tim, Tim you're Estevez. a boomer. You're a boomer. You're like the same. You're one year younger than me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boomer. Cleveland Guardians looks like <laughs> looks like Bo Naylor. It it looked like he was out of the platoon, but now he's platooning again. Raymond is a Bo Naylor owner, just like me. What do you think about what's going on with Naylor and his PT right now? I think the Guardians are probably the most frustrating organization possible to have a stud-catching prospect because they just are so okay with – I don't even want to say the word mediocrity. I'm just going to – horrendous catcher play for what they deem is, quote-unquote, better defense. But I don't know. The numbers didn't even bear that out. So Did you guys see that botched – uh, pitch out that Bo Naylor snagged and uh, like he was out on the outside of the plate for a pitch out and the pitcher like threw at the hitter's head and Bo Naylor like oh, had to God. throw himself across the plate to grab the ball and then he threw the runner out at second. It's insane. I, think I, I saw him I saw him hose someone else just watching a Guardians game the other day but I did not see that. It was awesome. Didn't see it. Did you see that the Guardians uh, sent Logan Allen down? <laughs> what? I did. Like, why? They're only lefty in the rotation for Cal Quantrill. For Cal freaking Con- Quantrill, man. Yeah, well, they're trying to trade someone, obviously. They're just trying to build up some. But I don't understand why they send the lefty down. That's what doesn't make sense to me. That was my whole thinking is Logan Allen, out of all these rookies, is the one who's safe because he's the only lefty. The rest of them are righties. Uh- why does that matter? Mm, you want to mix up the rotation, like a rotation with all righties, really? So that means, assuming you play three-game series, that means once once every other series, one person would be left-handed. Like, it's not like it's a bullpen and you're playing matchups. Like, not like you can strategically have your left-handed starter play against a strong left-handed lineup. It just seems weird, though. It's like, what if you're versus a team that has a ton of killer lefties? You know what I mean? I don't know. Most teams, I feel like, go like three and two. They've got like three righties and two lefties if they can. I also think the Guardians are in a position where they can just coast 
to the AL Central title and maybe they trade or cut Quantrill in the meantime and he comes back up, but it has to be an innings limitation thing here. They're probably like trying to limit Logan Allen's innings, right? Yeah, well, if, if they do, Logan Allen and uh, Bybee both had a good number of innings pitched last year, so they have they're already built up. So if yeah, they're going to they, do this, does are... that mean they're going to take they're going to take a turn for each rookie? So does that mean that Logan Allen's going to sit for a few weeks, and then next time Bybee's going to sit for a few weeks, and then Williams going to sit have for a central, few weeks? Like... If they think they have the central locked up, which you know the central obviously is a trash league, trash division. Um. Also, if they just trade Shane Bieber, he can come right back up anyway. So, I mean, with the All-Star break, it's pretty easy to manipulate. I mean, starts. you can – yeah, starts. Like, you can send him down and he can make three starts in the minors. And, yeah, come right back up. Exactly. Uh, Detroit Tigers. Matt Manning is back. Tariq Skubal is back. How are you feeling, Raymond? Dude, I'm excited. The, the Tigers scored, like, 16 runs today. Kerry Carpenter had a home run. Torkelson had a monster game. And his numbers look, like, actually respectable now. He hit, like... Riley, Green is, home- Riley Green is getting healthy, too, right? Yep. Yep. I saw he was playing catch the other day. I think his he's out of his boot. He should be... Scott Harris said he should be making him playing in minor league games soon. Did you see who the Tigers' all-star is? No. <laughs> Guess. Uh... God, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, what's his Justin face? Justin Lang, Alex Lang. Nope, no, no, no. Justin Verlander. It's a it's a it's a pitcher. Miguel Cabrera. It's a pitcher. It's, it should Olsen. be Miggy. It's not Olson. Not yeah, Olson with his five starts. <laughs> Michael Lorenzen. Oh my God! How? I thought, I thought he was on the Reds <laughs> with his above five ERA. He, they, I saw a tweet that was like, he's like, I thought this was a joke. <laughs> That that rule is so embarrassing. I think I I think that is just so bad that every team gets an all star. Like, what in the participation trophy is going on here? <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. They could have picked someone try- good though. They could have picked Foley yeah. or Lang and just third, just pick a bullpen guy. You know, that's really bad. It's really bad. we're just giving it to like uh like a courtesy nod to Riley Green. Like, even though he's hurt, and then they just could have got someone else in there. Well, I think it's a bigger stra- travesty that Paul Goldschmidt is not on the All-Star team. Like, this dude won MVP last year. He's having an awesome season this year, and he's not an All-Star. The All-Star game's a joke, dude. He'll be an All-Star <laughs> yet. They'll both, they'll put him on, like, back, you know, back door. They'll backdoor him. But it's a joke. So, Paul Goldschmidt has a 142 WRC plus this year. <laughs> he's, yeah, he'll, he'll get on. He's hitting 289, 379, 498 with 15 homers and 8 steals. And he's like 50-50. And he was MVP yeah. last year. It makes no sense. He's on pace for like a six-war season. I think he'll, he'll he's not on. an all-star. Fan, vote, fan <laughs> voting is really embarrassing. It's Dude, bad. everything that involves voting in baseball is just atrocious. The Hall of Fame voting is a joke, too. Yeah. It's a joke. Houston Astros. Uh, not much here. Stay, I just say stay away from Ronel Blanco. This guy's garbage. And even is the Astros Henry Blanco's son? devil magic cannot help him. It is uh, uh, Blanco Blanco's son. <laughs> Henry Blanco's brother. Kansas City Royals. Michael Garcia is hitting cleanup. Uh, we were recommending him <laughs> last week. Yeah, you like that? You like that? I don't get that. Why isn't he leading off, dude? Like, like Wit is clean is leading off, and Michael Garcia is 
is cleaning up. Witt is so like, fast. Yeah. Okay, so if you're building the Royals lineup, this is what I would do. Tell me if I'm wrong. I would go Garcia, Witt, Melendez, Salvi. Doesn't that make the most sense? Salvi. I think Witt needs to be number two. Where'd you have him? I'd Witt two. Yeah, Garcia first. Have Garcia lead off with Witt second, and then you do you do Melendez and Salvi, or Salvi and Melendez, something like that. And then honestly, you'd be better off putting Vinny P at number five for the rest of the season than whoever else they've got. Oh yeah, just let him sit there, no swing. Nick just Prado. Who was that? Vargas. It was like Vargas the first like five games of the season, Raymond. Right? He didn't he didn't swing the bat or something like that. It was spring. Like it was games. spring training. Yeah, he had he literally couldn't swing, and he had like eight walks in spring. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Um, Royals have gone six-man rotation. Alec Marsh is coming up. Alec Marsh actually has some good stuff, though. He might be the second-best guy in the rotation of Brady Singer. So, yeah, that says a lot. Did you guys already <laughs> unpack the Ardolis Garcia or Ardolis? Uh, the, the no, we're not to the Texas Rangers yet. We're not we're to the, the Rangers Royals. yet, bro. The Royals. It's alphabetical. Did, did you see the, Roy- the Royals Texas. return? It's it's it, Texas after after Kansas City. Come on. Okay. Uh, Look at the run. Come on, Gabe. <laughs> Garcia went just... four for four today, by the way. Also, Gabe, you said uh, Adelise Garcia, not a Chapman, just for the I know. record. I, I know. I, I, think I, I think I corrected myself, didn't I? They're all in the Texas Chapman. Rangers now. Yeah, Los Angeles. True. I get those Rangers mixed up. <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles Angels. Anthony Rendon is back in the lineup and hitting fourth. Mike Moustakis hitting fifth. Minnesota Twins. This lineup is so strange when Polanco's not there. Like, have you looked at it? It's really weird. You've got Correa leading off. And, yeah, Correa's leading off. Kirilov's hitting third. Royce Lewis, before his injury, was hitting fifth. I I don't know. That's another strange lineup to me. What do you think, Raymond? You're an AL Central guy. Yeah, but I don't watch AL Central games. Um, Why not? They're so captivating. (laughs) that team is so i don't know i don't want to use the word terrible but i feel like they're above average because they played in the central so everyone's terrible hey they're now they ain't they're not that bad now (laughs) new york yankees uh i can't believe domingo herman is younger than garrett cole i noticed this when he after he threw his uh Perfecto. Perfect. Yeah, his after he threw his uh, uh, sticky stuff perfect game. Um, it's freaking Yankees. Yeah, he's two years younger than Garrett Cole. That's so strange to me. Harrison Bader, all, by the way, hitting second in the Yankees lineup. He couldn't. He could barely hit ninth in the Cardinals lineup. So, see how that goes. Oakland A's. Talk about another I, team just decimated by injuries. Yeah. Well, it's and New it's York. just air. It's just Aaron Judge. <laughs> it's those New, New York, the New York uh, training staffs. It's the water, the water in New York. Oakland A's, Kyle Muller coming back to the rotation. Astoria Ruiz still hitting ninth. Still makes no sense. <laughs> Seattle Mariners. That's awful. Yeah, it is awful. They're just, I don't, was it, was it, didn't you say like a week ago, Gabe, or who was that? Someone said that they were just trying to, was that you, Raymond? You said that they were trying to arb him, you think? They're just trying to get some R value back on his story? That's the most athletic thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because they're yeah, they're trying to uh keep his play. Diminish his value. That was me. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Because 
It doesn't make there's no baseball reason for them to be doing that. Yeah. He's he's their best player, he's their most fun player. He's like, the leadoff in training. He's Dude, really I, the, the only reason to watch an athletics game is to watch a story we steal bases. That's the only reason. I, let's say Sunday. I watched the White Sox A's game Friday or during the day, and that game was just absolute chaos. Tim Anderson hit a grand slam. Turns out it was not a grand slam. They got the call wrong. And then the A's walked it off on a ground ball to second base that the guy booted and then threw to first. And the, there was somebody else on second. He just never stopped running. So he just scored on a ground ball to the infield. Just bananas. <laughs> oh, Raymond has begun. We did not win our Will Benson bid, but we did win Reese Olsen for a buck. I, so I saw Reese I'm Olsen. down for that. I am down for a $1 Reese Olsen. We got three more coming down the pipe here, and we're at a max dot roster at this point, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we might get three cuts here real quick. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to go in and change one of these right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – I'm changing Colt Keith to three bucks. I'll just do it. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do a live. <laughs> he's a he's a top ten. We gotta get your tiger. Did you see he had a ball like four hundred and sixty eight feet, hundred and nine miles an hour the other day, yesterday, the day before? Yeah, you know Gabe saw it because Gabe keeps trying to trade me Dude, crap and more would, crap for him in FAI. I would still I would still argue that Colt is no Tyler Black. No offense. <laughs> I'm just so annoyed that I didn't get him an FAI. <laughs> yeah. Who has him? Oh yeah, Tim has him. I do. Yeah, you keep trying to offer for him. Seattle Mariners. Mariners really badly need a leadoff hitter. They also need a DH and a second baseman. Uh, Raymond hypothesizes Tim Anderson. Maybe he might be a good fit there. I don't know. Maybe he'll get some power. Finally, <laughs> does he still have zero home runs this year? Tim Anderson, Raymond. Yeah, he hit one, and then they took it away from him. <laughs> oh. How mean. Tampa Bay Rays, Jose Siri moved up to the seventh in the lineup. That's one of Gabe's trade targets in FAI. <laughs> uh, Walker, Texas Rangers keep on rolling. By the way, have you ever looked at Ezekiel Durant's stats? Because last week I was fixated on Leody Tavares, and I was like, Leody Tavares is a stud. Yeah. And then this week I was just like drooling over Ezekiel Durant's stats. I'm like, what the hell happened to this guy? He was so bad last year. I was like, you know, I was really co- like, even my, my F scores were completely down on him. Like, like okay, this is like a 95. He's like a, his F score is like 94 or something like that. And because he was not hitting the ball hard, he was not barreling the ball. He's like completely changed what he does. Like his barrel rate's like 12%. His EVs are ridiculous. Like, where did this guy come from? I, I don't know. He's been doing it for like weeks, though. I will tell you that. Yeah, he's been doing it all year. He's a stud, dude. Just Ezekiel Duran, definite. If you can get him in a league, go get him. Uh, and then we got Araldus Chapman. That's Gabe's boy. Gabe, t- say Araldus five times fast. Araldus, Araldus, Araldus. Adelis, Araldus, Araldus. <laughs> yeah, so now so now the Rangers have two a double lefty monster at the back of the, the bullpen. Do you think Chapman's going to close, or do you think it's going to still be – uh, Will Smith, who's been very good. I'd still say Will Smith. If one of them was right-handed, I'd go with that one. But since they're not, I'd go with the guy who was already there. 
Yeah. Toronto Blue Jays, Alejandro Kirk is back. Alec Manoa. I, I wrote here he's getting destroyed in complex ball, but he had a that, good start today. Raymond, what did he do? I'll let you I'll let you rehash the Alec Manoa good news. Yeah, in five innings, he gave up one run, three hits, ten Ks, if I remember my numbers correctly. So yeah, at double A. So what you said is still true. He did get destroyed at complex ball, and then he just shoved at double A. Yeah. So ha. <laughs> Who's back oh, first? No. Alec Manoa or he, what? Did we just lose Colt Keith? Yeah. Somebody went four dollars. Oh man. Hey, you just cost him an extra dollar by moving up to three, though. Mm, yeah, I guess so. I guess we did. That sucks, though. That's the one. I, that's the guy I wanted the most out of all these guys. Me too. Uh, we did get Ben Joyce though for a dollar, so that's probably solid because clo- if he closes next year, like that's going to be a really cheap closer for us. Which, by the way, we have to make a cut now, Raymond. We might have to make two. First Let's wait a minute to deepest. see if we get Mason win. Yeah, first cut is deepest. We'll wait one minute and see who else we, if we get Mason win for a dollar, and then we'll have to make a couple cuts. Uh, who's back first, Hyunjin Ryu or Alec Noah? I'm going to say Manoa. I don't know what's wrong with Ryu, though. Uh, I don't know. He's probably the same thing that's wrong with Alec Manoa. He's a big boy, right? Cleared for rehab starts. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go with Manoa. Yeah. Well, how many starts do you think the Blue Jays are going to make? Like, they're not going to bring him back up now, do you think, from one good start? They're going to give him one more at least, probably. No, so like the just because it's the major league all star break doesn't mean the minors stop, right? So he could make two, two or they three do. starts. They stop, I think. I think they stop. Most of them do. Well, they have the the uh, futures game. The but... futures game, yeah. All right, National League: Arizona Diamondbacks, Evan Longoria. Like, I'm happy that he's playing for one more good team, and Ketel Marte is the biggest friggin' question mark to me. Like, I do not understand this guy. Like how he goes from good to bad to good to bad, like flip flopping every year. Well, so uh, his we his underlying it? metrics were always really good. Fun, he's like an all Raymond guy. Like I've drafted him every year for the past like three years, besides this one, and he's finally putting it all together. He's been like a Statcast darling for years, though. Yeah, he was good. La- I mean, like this is what's weird is his. If you look at his underlying metrics, like his EVs and stuff, they match what he did last year. It makes no sense. It's like, okay, so why was he bad last year, but then he was good, you know, in 2021 and this year when literally he did the same shit? Launch angle? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Makes, I, don't, I do not get it. Like, I looked even like, I was like, is, it, is he pulling the ball more? Like, I looked. Everything's the same. It makes... No sense. Just worse Babbitt, but, like, that's not all luck. Like, he was not good last year. So, I don't know. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo, is that a guy that you guys are in? Like, do you buy what Perdomo is doing for the D-backs? In the deepest of leagues. I don't I don't know if I buy it. Gabe, so, like, at Geraldo. face value, but ride it while he's hot. I have – I've been out on him. You know, I mean, I tried to get him for a couple of bucks when he came up in FAI, and I should have put more on him because, man, his on base percent, his on base skills seem legitimate at the least. His on base yeah. and speed. I don't know if the power is legitimate. 
Yeah, he's a walker. That's good. I mean, I, I have a hard time believing he's going to hit. You know, this he's never hit more than six home runs at any level, and he's already got five in the majors. So, I mean, hitting in Arizona helps, but. Yeah. Atlanta Bravos, nothing to say here. This team is so good. This team is so good that they scored more runs, I think, on Yuri Perez than any than all the rest of the teams against Perez. Like they, they, in one inning, they scored more runs on Yuri Perez than I think all other teams have on the whole season. So yeah, his ERA was a hundred a hundred and sixty eight. Um, yeah, that was I, not a good fantasy baseball invitational start for me. <laughs> He's like negative fifty points. <laughs> I will say, last week, last week I was talking about if you could afford to pick up Travis Darno, like to do it. And now in my home league, I have Darno and Sean Murphy, and I'm just getting a hundred percent of that catcher platoon. And I think Darno hit three home runs last week. And so I know it's a total luxury, but if you can afford to do that, I am loving that situation so far. Yeah, I like that too. We talked about that, I think, last week. Cubbies, Justin Steele looking sharp, right, Gabe? Is he just back on back doing his thing now? Uh, yeah, he never really stopped doing his thing, did he? Oh, he's, he's an all-star, hurt. baby. He's an all-star. They just announced it. Yeah, see, he, he was Nolan Gorman an all-star? I don't think so. so stop <laughs> hey, 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 hey. So I'm going to put this one up. We didn't record the bet with the, with the, whoever it was, Matt McLean. But part of the reason that I was ever chapped about the Nolan Gorman for uh, Justin Steele trade is the very next podcast, you're like, oh, Justin Steele is a total sell, and Nolan Gorman, buy him <laughs> everywhere because Justin Steele sucks. <laughs> That's the only thing that ever chapped me about that deal. <laughs> of course I did. I, I made the move. I'm going to promote myself. Uh, <laughs> Cody Bellinger, is what's up with Belly? He, he looks like he's regressing back Gosh, to, to, to Dodger yeah, status ugly. since his injury. It's, it's, uh, it's a situation to stay away from, I think, right now. I mean, if you have him, you can hold him, but uh, I, wouldn't, yeah. I would not start him. And Jared Young co- further complicates that situation. Uh, because, you know, with, they've got another mouth to feed at first base. He just keeps getting on base. And, you know, Morrell actually started at third today. They're trying to find a position for Morrell. I, I see that he's put him as full-time DH. So he actually has come on the record and saying that he – and there's stats to back it up. The days that he DHs, he, like, gets in his head when he's sitting there on the bench. And he hits worse. So they're trying really desperately to find Christopher, Christopher Morell a position to stick at. But the middle infield is tied up, obviously. Uh, it's it's kind of a, a cluster. He's, I don't think they like his defense at third, but he had three hits today. Did you – I read that he was taking – I'm sorry if you said this, so I wasn't really listening, but did you see he was taking reps at first base? Mm, yeah, they've tried to get him in there because the first base situation is untenable. You talk about – the. I mean, we've talked about this. It's like the worst position yeah. in baseball. Uh, they're trying to get anybody to play first, but I guess he's not yeah, very good. Belly, he, must not, he must suck at first. Matt Mervis. Well, he's Bellinger, a, he... Bellinger will probably play first, or he could if he's still on the team anyway, If uh, when Canario comes up finally, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Canario, dude. Shout out. I'm glad yeah. you saw that. He he come. He's on the comeback trail, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I like Canario. I wouldn't be surprised at all if I see him up this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I like him. He's. I think I added him to my prospect thing. He's not in the top 10, but he's on the list. On the honorable mentions, uh, Reds, 
This lineup is ridiculous. Spencer Steers is a stud, by the way. Like this guy is really yeah. broken out this year. He's legit. Um, but the rotation and sucks. The so yeah, we gotta get yeah, Chris Sale over there. They need a it's couple Andrew starters Abbott did today. Yeah, Abbott's a big yeah. twelve. Again. It's seven and two thirds, I think. Yeah, he's a complete stud. The long ball yeah. is Achilles heel, but he didn't I don't think he gave up a single home run today. Yeah, well it's it's gonna be the Achilles heel for any pitcher. Ballpark. Cincinnati. I mean, I don't know. I I was trying to get Connor Phillips in a bunch of leagues, but Raymond beat me to the punch in like all of them. So what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Is there all these red like Philip Phil, with how bad these guys are? Like I mean, really, Levi Stout, Luke Weaver, Brandon Williamson, Graham Ashcraft. These guys all suck. <laughs> like Abbott's their only good pitcher right now until Green and Lodolo come back. They need. To, they really need to trade it for someone. Yeah, do you think hits. they maybe, actually maybe buy? Yes. We talked about this last week. We don't need to do it again. And the funny thing is, I, I, I think I can't remember what podcast it was, but I heard someone on a podcast I was listening to yesterday said, "How funny would it be if uh, the, Reds the Reds traded, traded Noel V. Marte? <laughs> they traded Noel V. Marte back for Luis Castillo." <laughs> it was that was CBS. Yeah, yeah that made me laugh. Uh, Colorado Rockies. Chris Bryant is back in the lineup, slotted into Ezekiel Tovar's two spot, though. So the bad news is this pushes Tovar back down to seventh, even though he's raking. So how would they do that? Really... He was raking. I he, yeah, that. I don't know. I don't. I don't get why you mess with good. You know, like he was, He really has been raking since for like KB the last be month seventh. and a half. <laughs> he probably should be, dude. I have two things: Ezekiel Tovar's uh, 162 game pace since May first. 295, 93 runs, 25 bombs, 100 RBIs, and 12 steals. He was just terrible in April. He's been a dude. He has been an absolute yeah. dude. And then, second of all, Chris Bryant is on pace for, like, 16 home runs. Is he ever going to hit for power again? No, dude. No. Nope. Yeah, everyone thought when he went to Colorado that he was going to mash – like thirty five back to thirty. Again, but yeah, I think I I don't I think it just turns him into more of a doubles hitter, right? Like he's just gonna hit like he could still hit if he was actually healthy overseas and he could hit forty doubles. But Dude. I don't know if he's ever gonna be healthy again. I was uh, watching Chris Bryant home run highlights back in the golden era of Chicago Cubs baseball, and it hits me in the feels to see him sucking so bad. At least he's not on your team. Los Angeles yeah, Dodgers, <laughs> Julio Arias returning to the rotation on Saturday, pushing Michael Grove out of the rotation. Daniel he Hudson lost. coming back to the bullpen. Uh, this is the big question, though. With Daniel Hudson back, do you think he's going to steal from the safe share of Evan Phillips and Gratterall? Phillips has been getting most of the saves the last couple weeks, but I uh, see Hudson factoring in there. Probably. Dave Roberts is going to play the hot hand. He's not afraid to use a fireman approach. Yeah. I would not be surprised if the guy who leads that team and saves the rest of the year is not on that team yet. Burn. Who, Barlow? You think they're going to trade for Barlow? No, I, I don't know. I'm just – yeah, I don't know who they're going to trade be. for. I just would not be surprised. Tra- Jack Flaherty. Hey, Jack Flaherty, the closer. I don't want him. Um, um, I, mean, <laughs> I just traded – not your not, crack. I bought a Hurt Urias in my home league like a month ago. I don't know how long ago it was. And so I was very interested in that start. And he got, he gave up like five earned runs in the first inning. But he had three balls with like a 70-mile-per-hour exit velocity. They're just blue pits over the infielders' heads. And then he hit someone and walked someone else. 
I mean, there was a rain delay in there. It just sounds like it was a really bad start. So don't panic. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, you got Mason win for $1. Who do you want to cut, Raymond? Let's do a live. I'm gonna, you want to cut work. Adam Duvall and, and Miles Michaelis and keep Manoa? Or is, that, is that what you're going to do? Your team is in an invalid state, and we must yeah. cut a player. He, here, here's my cut list. I've got five guys on the cut list I'm going to cut to. I've got Adam Duvall, Miles Michaelis, Nick Prado, Jihuan Bay, and Alec Manoa. They're all, like, prob- they're all like $2 or $1 except for Manoa. Jose Quintana can probably just go away too, right? Yeah, he can, but he's on the 60-day. That won't even help right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. That sounds that sounds Which reasonable. one? No, which two? Pick two. I'll just cut all five of them. Let's get more people. <laughs> <laughs> don't we don't have to Nick cut Prado. all five of them yet. At least Prado's giving us something right now. Don't Who cut Prado. Cut? Okay, let's... <laughs> Michaelis and Duvall. Michaelis and Duvall. Okay. Boom, boom. See you, see you. All right. Miles Michaelis. Adios. Adam Duvall. Adios. We'll see you next time. Peace. All right. Look at that. The team got younger. We're getting prepped for next year. Let's do it. <laughs> we need more prospects. We got 14 <laughs> bucks to spend, too. And that's with an $11 Manoa on the team. I think we should, we should hold Manoa. Agreed. At that price? I think well, I think we should definitely right now just to see what happens, right? Like it can't what do you guys think about point. what do you guys think about the seventeen dollar Manoa on the wire in FAI? Is that too much still? Uh, mm. I would no. I wouldn't add him for that. It probably isn't, I don't know. it probably isn't too much, but I wouldn't do it. What if he K's another ten guys next week? Yeah, if he does it again, then yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, let's get back to the teams. Miami Marlins, Jazz is back. Jazz is, Jazz dan- is hitting back. homers. Jazz is dancing. I love Jazz. Banged up again already, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's day to day. I don't know what happened. That's the the one thing about what Jazz. What the Royce dude, Lewis is going on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Yuri Perez, we already talked about getting rocked. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, Luis Arias gets got sent down for Raymond's favorite player ever, Bryce Terang. <laughs> New Why York Mets. Why not Tyler Black? Uh, because uh, Bryce Trang is the best player of all time. New York Mets. The Mets could turn into <laughs> sellers at the deadline. Uh, Scherzer said that he would waive his no trade clause if he gets traded to a contender. So what treat Scherzer dumb. to the Reds. There we go. Let's get Mad Max on the Reds. <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies, Alvarado has one save since returning from the IL over the last few weeks, so it looks like Craig Kimbrell has that job on lockdown. Unfortunately, because I have Alvarado in my TGFBI league. Pittsburgh Pirates, <laughs> here's a dude. This guy's a dude. Henry Davis hitting third in the lineup, uh, already hitting homers, stealing bases, playing in the outfield. This is basically uh, Dalton Varsho, maybe a better Dalton Varsho. What do you guys think? He sucks. I think I I don't know. He's playing so much in right field. I'm worried he might not be a catcher next year. But yeah, he has not played any catcher at all. And hopefully, maybe it's just like they wanted to get his bat in the lineup, and so they're like, "Hey, let's let's pull Adam Dunn, and you can just go play right field, and then we'll we'll teach you how to catch as we go along." 
He knows how to catch, dude. He's a good catcher, actually. Yeah, that's like, really weird. Yeah, remember, like, a defensive like when he was in col- yeah, when he was in college, that's what he's known for. Like he was catching like no, Bobby know, Miller in like, college. There's a difference between like learning an entire major league staff on the fly and being good at the process of catching. Like if you yeah. just like ease him into it, do it once or a few times over the course of the year, and then you know, during practice and stuff, and then give him an entire spring training to learn everybody. That is two totally different processes. Yeah, very true. Makes sense. And also, they're allowing him to focus on the bat and make sure that he's happy and like, oh, yay, I'm good. (laughs) Instead of like him having to do all the defensive crap and then like not hitting. So, yeah, it all makes sense. Uh, so, dude, have you seen the I have love... you seen the rumors for the draft? By the way, no. That that outfielder from LSU is going to go one. No, well he should, but they're talking about drafting Skeens number one, the pitcher, Paul Skeens. Yeah, and then he's yeah. just going to come straight up and like help this year. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what they're talking about right now. It's crazy. I love I love the Pirates pushing here. You know, we've talked about. Seems like the Rockies and the and the Athletics not making baseball decisions. Playing Henry Davis in right field is a baseball decision. Like they've, you know, yeah, they've it got made, to get his bat it, in the lineup. They, they want to yep, win. It made their team better. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're about to get a top ten prospect too in this draft because Skeens and Dylan Cruz are both studs. Uh, San Diego Padres' Haas Young Kim is finally living up to the power speed th- that I thought he was going to have like two or three years ago, and I have zero shares this year. You guys have any have any Kim this year? No. Mm, yeah, no. I wrote He's basically off. Tyro Estrada this year. Like he is doing this year what Tyro Estrada did last year. Tyro Estrada is doing that again this year too. By the way. Yes, he is. Estrada is Estrada. <laughs> He's doing it. Uh, I feel like we're you... all over Estrada. By the way, preseason good for us. Yeah, especially you. You were big on him. Um. Lamont Wade, Ty- Tyro Estrada, J.D. Davis, Patrick Bailey are the only guys in the Giants lineup that get everyday at-bats. Everybody else is a platoon. So they've got four guys in the lineup all the time, and five get five guys are platoon guys. Pretty interesting. I hate it. It's terrible for fantasy. It is. It is bad for fantasy. It's, a gi- it's the most Giants thing ever, though. It is. It's like, at some point, they're going to do that. Like, a lefty is going to come out, and they're going to put in all their lefty hitters. And then what happens if two people get hurt? Like immediately after that, you just have no one left on the bench. You're just gonna have pitchers playing in the field. <laughs> in that scenario, I guess so. And Gabe just put a bid on Alec Manoa. No, that <laughs> in was fantasy. Me. Just for the record. <laughs> oh, did that Same just come up? up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm gonna get my seventeen dollars back. I can't bid on him. It hadn't been thirty days yet. Uh St. Louis Cardinals, Jordan Hicks has been a beast since taking the closer role. About the only good thing happening for the Cardinals right now. Uh, hopefully they can trade some of these guys, J-Mott, Hicks, and get something good for next year. Best case scenario, Washington Nationals. Uh, don't look now. It's not just Lane Thomas hitting. They've got Heimer Candelario hitting pretty well, and C.J. Abrams also. The Nationals starting to click. So uh, C.J. Abrams is still young. He's like 22 or 23. And I told you guys during spring training, he looked really good. So, I don't know. I think there's still room for C.J. Abrams to break out. You know, there's still possibility. He's not Victor Robles yet. You know what I mean? Um, Raymond, you want to do the injuries? Yeah. Um, 
Kosodan made his third rehab start yesterday. I saw on Twitter that went really well. I don't I haven't seen a timeline, but I would assume he's gonna be back with the Yankees pretty soon. Bryce Miller's got a blister. Daniel Hudson, like you mentioned, came off the IL. Chris Bryant. Dustin May, this was weird. Um Dave Roberts said that he started throwing and then the next day he's like, Oh, I was wrong. He has not started throwing. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> that's uh concerning. I have him in TGFBI and my home league, and I think that might be it. But yeah, that sucks. Reese Olson got smoked with a linebacker or linebacker, a comebacker. Like, yeah, I guess same, same thing. A linebacker, yeah. yeah just he wishes a linebacker. <laughs> Brian Urlacher just came out of the bleachers and tackled him on the mound. <laughs> uh, NFL blitz style. <laughs> Michael Brantley is taking live BP next week, hopefully. Brian Reynolds uh, was activated Saturday, actually. Update. Or maybe that was this morning. Um, McClanahan, this sucks, dude. I traded freaking Julio Rodriguez for McClanahan, and he's had a back injury since I got him. Um, He went like three and a third, gave up a bunch of runs, is on the IL with the back thing now. Hopefully he's back after the All-Star break and healthy. I don't know. That sucks. I'm pissed. Um, Brendan Donovan, arm fatigue from a p- position player who mostly plays the infield. I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, second base mostly too. <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say that, but I wasn't actually sure that's where he plays most of his. Um, Clayton Kershaw underwent an exam that showed shoulder inflammation, and I guess he's had this before, and he's gotten a cortisone shot, and he's been fine. But I haven't seen anything since I wrote this. But he said he wants to make his next start, depending on how he feels. Corbin Carroll had a shoulder injury, but I guess it's not super serious. There was an interview where he was, like, choking back tears when he was talking. So, like, he was scared for a minute. But um, sounds like everything's going to be okay, and that's awesome because he's been so fun this year. And O'Neal Cruz playing catch, 75 feet on Thursday. But yeah, reported... on... I was going to add something on Clayton Kershaw because you said you hadn't seen an update or report. It looks like he might go to the on the IL. Um, looks like Dave Roberts said that it's possible they put him on the IL just through the All Star break or whatever, just to shut him down until then. So it looks like it looks like that that may happen, or he'll just miss one start basically because the All Star game is what next week. Like yeah, next... so he can miss one start yeah. but get like 13 days off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he has not he has not gone on the IL all year. Like he's yeah. been a workhorse this year for the first time in like 4 years. So it might actually be a good idea for them to just do that just to save the innings anyway. But yeah. Um O'Neal Cruz I guess looks good. He's moving around. He's getting more flexibility, more mobility, so strength, all that good stuff. I hope he comes back by the end of the year just so we can see him again. Is there any reports on whether or not he's learned to make contact with the ball while he's been hurt? <laughs> if he can, uh, you know, hit the ball. I don't think he started swinging yet. Yeah. O'Neal Cruz has been in driveline the entire no. <laughs> Imagine. Just imagine. O'Neal Cruz has been in driveline the entire time. He's going to come back and have a more, like, a more exaggerated stance. 
a more exaggerated stance than Juan Soto. He's just like literally sitting in a chair in his batting stance. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bagwell. Yeah, Jeff Bagwell. Yeah. Oops, oops ripped the pants. Uh, <laughs> 12 team waiver ads. Number one for me is Andres Munoz. Dude is just ridiculous. He's got a 40.8% CSW. 218 Sierra, 28.6% K minus walk rate. I don't care if he's not getting saves. He probably will eventually sometime this year, but it doesn't even matter. He's worth the ratios. You guys in on that? Yeah. Man. Those guys are hard to roster. I had Michael King in my home league. It's by far my most competitive saves league. And like those guys are really hard to roster unless you have two. Just studs racking up saves for you. Like we get three really the depth of your roster league. spots. Yeah, it's yeah. Twelve, 12 team though. I'd still. I don't know if you have five reliever spots and a twelve teamer. Like if you if it's saves plus holds is easy. It doesn't even. You don't even have to think about it. But like even just a saves league. I like Munoz is worth the ratios, and he's gonna pick yeah. up saves in the future. Like I already. He's going to for sure. Dude. I hate to hit the injury button on him, but it's just, you know, outside of 2022 is the, uh, is, uh, you know, outlier as far as his injury status goes, you know, he's not usually that healthy. So it's worth noting. Yeah. True. Uh, number, number two, outfielder, Eddie Rosario. He's been beast. He's hot right now. Career high EVs, career high barrel rates. Since May 15th. Yeah, and he's on the Braves, so that helps. It's May 15th. He's hitting 277, 336, 592 with 11 homers. Number three, starting pitcher Brian Wu. This guy is a beast. I love Wu, dude. Uh, fastball is ridiculous. He's got a 27.1% K minus walk rate, 29.1% CSW, and a 298 Sierra. Number four, Jake Fraley. Fraley's always been good when he's healthy, and he's been healthy this year. In 233 at-bats this year, he's hitting 273, 356, 478 with 11 homers and 12 steals. So we're looking at like 25-25 possibly for Jake Fraley this year, which that's another guy that we were all over in the preseason. That's like yep. the, the, one, the one Reds guy who started the year on the Reds and like wasn't a prospect that we were like, okay, we really like this guy. So number five, starting pitcher Emmett Sheehan. Sheehan has some nasty stuff. I like Wu better. I'm I'm a Wu over Sheehan guy right now. So I don't. I do. I the the stuff that Wu's metrics are ridiculous. His strikeout stuff is insane. Um, Sheehan might pitch deeper in games. We'll see. I like Wu better than Sheehan, but they're both awesome. Number six, another Reds outfielder, TJ Friedel. Uh, this dude's underrated. And especially because everyone's looking at Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, Spencer Steer, Joey Votto. But this guy's a stud. He's leading off. He's hit, hitting 313, 379, 486 with six homers and 14 steals. Number seven, Luis Matos. I know that the Babip is bad right now, but he's still a very, very good hitter. He's at 217 Babip. I would still be buying him, and I would not be selling Luis Matos because he's had a slow week or two. Uh, the Babip is off. He will be good. And last but not least, Trevor Story. We just talked about him. He's going to be back. Now is the time to get him and jump on him before other people start jumping on him, I think. You guys got anything on any of those guys? I wanted to put Friedel and my guys to pick up, and actually I did. And then I looked that you had him, and I'm like, shit, I guess I'll just delete that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Uh, who do you got, Rainer? Do you guys – 
<laughs> Go ahead, Kate. <laughs> did you see what I did in uh, Dynasty Darlings? I'm sure you did, Tim. I dropped. Uh, I dropped you... Lars for. I saw that. I totally I have a claim, a claim in for him just so Tim can't get him. Yes. What, new bar? Yeah. <laughs> he homered funny. the day I dropped him, of course. I need I, uh, starters. I don't need more hitters, so have at. My team is so bad in that league, I literally check it in the morning to make sure I don't have any starting pitchers on my bench who are pitching, and then I literally don't look at it again until the next morning when I need to do it again. um yeah my guys to pick up g-rod i said it last week i think he's up i don't know i'm gonna say by 721 less than three weeks get him while he's available leo de Tavares, like you mentioned tim he's batting eighth he batted eighth today so i don't know if that was just a one-off or he climbed a spot but that's still pretty cool he's in the best offense in baseball and it's like the cheap exposure to the Chiefs offense in fantasy football. Like, his counting stats are insane for an 8-9 hitter. Uh, Joey Votto, like you mentioned. And then McCutcheon is just still so available. He's like a poor man's pick a red outfielder. I'd take both those reds guys over him, but you can do a lot worse. His His plate discipline is like the best of its career. Yeah, and... So in points, he's awesome, but he's also, for Roto, he could go, you know, close to 2020. He might not do it, but he he'll, he might be like 18, 16 or something. Like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's on like a teen's pace, yeah, for sure. He'll push yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, he's at, what, 9-9 right now, I think? 9-10 so, or 8-10 yeah. or something like that, yeah. Yep. All right. This, <laughs> sorry, Gabe. Mr. Firework. Yeah, you like that? It's America, dude. I, uh, have you guys seen what Kyle Hendricks is doing? I don't see him on your yes. list anywhere. I had him last He's... week, but I took oh, him off okay, because – Yeah, I had him last week, but I took him off because I'm like, I don't, really don't like the stuff under the hood. Like, the metrics are so bad, but he just keeps doing – But they've always been things. bad. So it's like, that's yeah, all, that's, it was even worse – it's even worse than normal. Like, there's going to be an Adam Wainwright season sometime where he's got like – Sometime, but he's like, out there. he's like 10 years younger than Wayno. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll give you. I'll throw you a cubby bone here, Gabe. Since you want to talk about a cubby. Yeah, I see so what's bad. up. Yep. Uh, Fifteen team number one, Adbert Alzale with the Cubs. He's closing. He's really good. He's a stud. You know, you pick when you picked him up in Dynasty. It actually really upset me because I was trying to get him. I I was just trying to figure out how to drop, and then you got him. I think right before me. Uh, number two, how is Tovar? We were just talking about him, but how is he not owned in? more than 50% of leagues. Like literally you gave what he's pacing out for over the season, but since May 15th, he's sitting 313, 338, 524, six homers and three steals. Dude's legit. Number three, starting pitcher Reese Olsen and newest member of the fantasy ace or the odd new podcaster league fantasy ace ball team. Uh, Olsen's legit 20.9% K minus walk rate, 29.7 CSW, 347 Sierra. Like, those are top 40, 50 starter type metrics. So Olsen, Olsen might be the best Tiger prospect pitcher. I bet nobody expected that, right, Raymond? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go that far. But I was Ter- – Tarek Skubal and Matt Manning and 
Casey Mize are all much have much higher pedigree than he does. But um, I was briefly concerned that there wasn't going to be a spot for him, and then Matt Fuboyd got TJ. So yeah, I think he's going to stick around. And he should be pretty decent. Yeah, TJ to save the day. TJ have save the day. <laughs> have you seen the metrics on his slider? It's like three thousand plus RPMs every time he throws it. It's insane. Yeah. He good, brah. He good. I can't wait to see Scooble come back. Scooble gets the A's, too, I think, his first start back, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, nice. Just a layup, first start back. Number four, Jose Siri. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think Matt Manning does, too. I think they're going to start, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, layups. Love it. Jose Siri, up to 16 homers and seven steals now. Talk about – and that's only in 51 games. Talk about – potential like power speed upside i i put in here that he's byron Buxton jr basically uh except actually playing in the outfield <laughs> number five another reds outfielder man where do these guys come from will benson with the reds <laughs> since may 21st benson's hitting 342 448 575 with three homers and six steals the babbit is going to come down like 70 points probably from that but still like he's gonna hit 270, five, five or 270, 370, and 500. Like that's still studly with speed. Number six, Griffith Canning. Since the start of June, Canning has a 21.6 percent K minus walk rate, 346 Sierra, and 0.97 WHIP. Number seven, Bo Naylor. We talked a lot about Bo Naylor. I don't need to go into more depth about him. And number eight, Zach Neto, who I just got in TGFBI. So injury stash, grab him. Deep leagues, Raymond. Who are you dropping? A bunch of pitchers. It always seems like this list is just a bunch of boring pitchers. So I tried to make sure I picked like a middle infielder, corner outfielder, and a couple outfielders. But Louis Varlin, Patrick Sandoval, Jihuan Bay went on the IL. I had him on here before that happened. Um, AJ Smith Shaver, Michael Conforto, and Anthony Rendon. All right. We still have to drop Jihuan Bay in our. Odd new podcast for week, that means. Um, we just got our... <laughs> someone else, so we can drop him. Yeah, exactly. We got it. Let's do it. Let's get more more rooks. Yes. Thank you, guys. I got uh, Yankee El Fernandez in the Fantasy Baseball Invitational for $2. After you, Tyler Black bid? just went for 7 What a steal. What'd you bid? Three. Nice, dude. Good job. Yeah, that's a steal. Thank you. That's... You're welcome. <laughs> He's a beast. Uh, he's that. You guys probably never heard of him, right? I just am no. afraid Nolan Jones is going to be taking all of his at bats. I'm just yeah, afraid exactly. the Rockies are going <laughs> to touch him, and he will be terrible. Uh, or he'll be awesome because the Rockies right now. I don't know. Uh, maybe Tovar is the first the, the first one to light the way. We'll see. Just don't follow Zach Veen's lead. Top 10 redraft prospects. Number one, Ronnie Mauricio. I know, you know, you think the Mets don't have room for him, but I don't know. They're, I think they're going to sell. They're going to, like, they're, they seem to be going prospect route right now. So I think we see Mauricio by mid-July, mid to late July. They'll move someone and make, make room for him. They'll make it happen, I think. Uh, number two, Colton Kowser. I got him up in late July. Kowser's a beast. Uh, just same kind of deal. Just, they got to move somebody. Like, Orioles have 
four outfielders already right now. So what are they going to do to to clear they got the way? Kirstad raking also. Yeah, Kowser's better than Kirstad though. Yeah, I know, so, but he's right there. There's like, going like to be trade, a trade. Trade. Someone's going to get yeah. traded. One of those two they, guys. They, I they have need to pitching. They need pitching. There's going to be a trade. So it'll be interesting to see who and where and what. But we'll have to wait a month for that. Number three, Kyle Harrison with the Giants. Uh, he had a bad start last time out. Before that, he's been pitching pretty good. But uh, he's going to be up soon, I think. Yeah, a lot of walks. Like, I think I said it before. He's basically the DL Hall of the National League. Like, he could be – he's really he's, – his stuff is ridiculous, though. Like, I don't know. He's somewhere between Shane McClanahan and DL Hall stuff-wise. Maybe he's just L- Lodolo, really. So that's kind of like right there. <laughs> uh, number four, CES. I think he's up mid-July, late-July. We might need an injury there, too. Like, there's not even room on that lineup for him right now. Or that trade. lineup is so good. Trade yeah, or trade. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, number five, catcher Andy Rodriguez with the Pirates. He should be up probably also by late July. He's actually hitting. Got that average up to 259 now. So he had 455 last year in AAA, 356 in AA. So we're going to see that batting average get up there. This is a hitter. He's got, he's got, he's pretty athletic too. He can steal some bags. He's got a little power. Number six, I've got Colt Keith. Raymond is hesitant that Keith is going to come up this year, except for, for a cup of coffee. So I don't know, Raymond, what do you think? I've got him up in late August. Do you think that's accurate? Yeah, that's probably fair. I don't know. Um, there's been some speculation on Twitter that the Tigers just can't keep running Jonathan's scope out there every day. So if they cut him, like baseball. Yeah. He's got like the fourth worst OPS amongst qualified hitters in the, in in the league. He's terrible. And he's just playing literally every day. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, I don't know, man. I just – I don't know. I don't really have a gut feeling. But, like, if they're right and they cut the cord there, it could be sooner than that. I wouldn't bet on it. But I saw he's up to, like, 23% owned in CBS leagues, which means he's, like, transitioning into that stud prospect, needs to be rostered in mm-hmm. all dynasty leagues. So I wouldn't pick him up and redraft or anything crazy like that. But – yeah, he should be on in all dynasty leagues for sure. Yeah, we had uh, I think Eno was comparing him to Paul Goldschmidt on a, a rates and barrels episode recently. So as far as like metrics wise, <laughs> uh, obviously Hall of Famer. So we'll see. <laughs> Number seven. That's ben that's Brown. a Tim comp if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Ben Brown as Gabe's boy. Uh, I got him up in late July. He's been, I think he's had some rough starts lately, though. He's so been torched. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you, what, what do you, what's your read on this? It looks like the Cubs are going to trade Stroman um, because they said they're not going to re-sign him. So it looks like Stroman's going to be gone by the deadline. If they sell, think Brown, if they sell. Think, yeah, if they sell, they trade Stroman, and you think Ben Brown's going to just pop right up into his to his spot if that happens? I think that Jed Hoyer is going to wait until the like July thirtieth or. August 2nd, whatever the deadline is, the final hour before they make their call because the Central is so weak, you know? But if the Cubs rack off a five-game winning streak or whatever, you know, they're they're back in contention, but they lost tonight. Azalea blew it. Uh, Guys, I got an idea. If we just that? combine 
the NL Central and the AL Central, do you think we could make like one competitive division? <laughs> the thing, yeah, the thing no. is, what team? Like the White Sox, you would have the to come White to Sox the and the Cubs become <laughs> one team, and then like <laughs> Cardinals and Guardians get the, Car- yeah. the Guardians pitchers yeah, with the Cardinals exactly. offense. Yeah, I don't think that there's a path for Ben Brown to get stars if the Cubs don't sell. Like they, so they that's haven't. Fair. Yeah, unless Tyone. Fair. Unless Tyone gets a ghost injury, he's been like unplayable, but they owe him he's $60 million. So, bad. Dollars, so they keep yeah, sending him so out bad. there. Uh, so Tyone is really the path that Ben Brown starts if the Cubs don't sell. Now, if they sell, Tim, like you said in your notes, if they sell Stroman, Ben Brown's the obvious choice. But mm-hmm. Number eight, outfielder Sal Frelick with the, with the Brewers. I almost said the Pirates. Uh, with the Brewers, uh, he has slumped a little bit of recent. He's been hurt most of the year, so I don't know how much to read into his stats really this season with him being hurt. Uh, I think he's going to get a call up you know, end of end of the month or whatever when trade deadline happens, and we're going to see him see, see if he can hit at the major league level. But he should be just a good solid contact hitter who can get some steals. So, Compass Stephen Kwan, we all know and we talked about him a lot this offseason. Number nine, Kyle Lanzardo. Uh, Man, Manzardo has been a little rough. It's possible he doesn't even get called up this year at this point. I know you've been saying I'm that raised, for a while, dude. Raymond. You've been saying that for like a for like months, I think. <laughs> I actually read on Twitter, I think I was I had a back and forth with Clegg about this. Someone that his mom is waiting for a heart transplant, like a donor list thing. And so it's possible that he's just very distracted. So I I wouldn't read too much into it. I have him in that twenty team NLI league, and I'm gonna keep him. Like we forget these guys are people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Last guy on the list, another Tiger, Justin Henry Malloy. He's been on this list for a hot minute. Like when Why is this guy gonna not? finally get? Yeah, I know. You know, he's he's almost got a 400 OBP. He's got 13 homers. Like I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting for. I think. It's just service manipulation, probably at this point, right, Raymond? He's got he's got an eight forty OPS in AAA. Um, I wouldn't say that. I think I don't know. When Scott Harris took the job, he said that like, and I think he reiterated this the other day um, that the Tigers want when these guys come up, they want them to have gone through all of their struggles that or all that they could possibly go through before they get to the majors. So like that they're not struggling and adjusting at the major league level. They want all of that done already. So I could (laughs) see it taking all season. But at the end of the day, they're still tigers. So they're still like struggle baked in. Yeah. And they're only going to hit six home runs. So like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't, don't expect any power. When was the last great tigers hitter? Pudge Rodriguez. Miguel Cabrera when he won his triple crown, you idiot. <laughs> what was that? Fifteen years ago? Wait, wait, MVP's no, no. three years in a row. I think it's better to say when was the last good ti- great Tigers hitter who's hometown, like dude, hometown I'm Tigers. Not, Cassianos, I guess. I'm not, right? I'm not no, no, he wasn't, dude. He sucked yeah. as a tiger. Yeah, he's not like, good until he's on the Reds. I'm not well, he's good. He was solid. But, uh, but Cole um, America, dude, what a place to hit. This doesn't really count, but I think I'm going to take credit for it anyway. But, like, J.D. Martinez was such an Alavila guy that, like, he mm-hmm. recruited him out of high school. He 
was just all in on him like from day one yeah. that like that's one of the closest things to like JD Martinez is on the star. Astros. He was an Astro before he was a Tiger. Yeah, yeah I know that. Exploded. But like he exploded when he got to the Diamondbacks though. Like he he never really put it together at Comerica either. Dude, Victor dude, Martinez was... was a stud. Victor Martinez was awesome. Yeah, but he like, was also not a tiger. Miguel um, Cabrera doesn't count because he's a freak. Top five right-handed hitter of all time. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's one of the frustrating things about, like, I follow so many Tigers accounts, and it's like Ellie De La Cruz has been doing all this stuff that we we see and we love, and it's like that fan base is so excited for that team and Ellie De La Cruz now. It's like we have Colt Keith and Justin Henry Malloy, and like we're very excited about those. But like, what's the ceiling of those two players? Like, Ellie could be Acuna. Like, yeah. those guys could be like above average MLB players. Yeah, that's a rough place to hit, dude. It's a rough place to be a fan, Gabe. I, Man, I, you know prob- what? I I truly can't imagine. <laughs> they, they, all they need is a Shohei Otani, and they're good to go. Maybe Otani can revive the entire city of Detroit with his six hundred million dollar contract. Dude, I, I saw someone saying that the the Braves would be the perfect place for Otani to go, and that would break oh. baseball. Yeah, it would it wouldn't even be fair? He's going to the <laughs> they have the money okay. for it. Yeah, the sad thing is they have the money for him because they have everybody else in such amazing deals. So, uh, that'd be like the fantasy league that everybody quits because they'd be like, "Fuck it!" Like <laughs> this team's too I good. Like, because. When you when you sign a major league contract with the Braves, I think you have to like give the Braves compromising photographs of like your wife or something, because <laughs> that's the only way they get all these players on such cheap deals. <laughs> they sign these guys when they're like twenty. I don't think they're married yet, Gabe. Whatever, compromising <laughs> photos of themselves then something weird. Then it's just them there. in college, yeah, doing something stupid. They've got something <laughs> on every single one of those guys they've extended. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like. Uh... They're they're they hi- they hired the same guys that the Clintons hired, right? Seriously, <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Epstein says hello. Uh, so <laughs> moves, moves that moves that we made this week uh, in TGFBI. I added a. This is actually last week. I added a forty-eight dollar Henry Davis, dropping a one dollar Alejandro Kirk, and then I added a. Or I, actually, Kirk is not any money because he's already been owned. I added a $1 Aaron Hicks for Jose Caballero, and I added a $1 Daniel Hudson for Giovanni Gallegos. And then I also, this this week, all I did was add a $2 Zach Neto, and I dropped Aaron Hicks, the $1 Aaron Hicks I got last week. CBS Memorial Magazine League. Last week, I added Michael Garcia. I added Zach Neto straight to the IL, and I added Brady Singer for a two-star week, and then I dropped Louis Varland and Gary Sanchez. In the Otnu Podcasters League last week, uh, Raymond and I added a $1 Lane Thomas, which is awesome. We also, this week, we traded the Welsh. We made a big trade with the Welsh. We traded a $31 Sandy Alcantara and a $15 Pete Fairbanks for a $1 Bryce Miller and a $4 Logan O'Hoppy. What do you think of that trade, Gabe? Man, why can't I get those kind of deals in FAI? (laughs) It's a 12-team league and not a 16-team league, Uh, so that helps. And it's not yep. points. That also helps. Yep. And we just added our $1 Reese Olsen and our $1 Mason Wynn. And who else did we get? We got three, right? 
Get somebody else for a buck. Uh, no, I we'll have to go, the last we'll have to go the last one. Was, ben Joyce. We got Ben Joyce for a buck. Oh yeah, there you go. And Colt Ford. Colt Ford. <laughs> Is it like Colt Keith's uh, doppelganger Colt or Keith. something? Yeah. No, we didn't Keith's get him. Game. We lost him. We lost no, him. No, I'm just I'm making fun. Oh. <laughs> Fantasy Hateful <laughs> Invitational. Uh, I accidentally added a one dollar Adrian Morihone. That's bad. He's gone I, now. I already cut him. Yeah, I already cut him. I cut him for Yankee L. Fernandez. And then I also added a $1 Chase Hampton, who's going to be a stud. So that's a steal right there. I'm stealing prospects. You guys don't even know. Uh, NLI, I just traded a 22nd round Brian Bayo and a 19th round Max Muncy, plus a first and fifth round pick for a fifth round keeper, Kevin Gossman, a ninth round keeper, Lucas Giolito, and a third and fourth round pick. And you only get seven keepers in this league, so I probably only keep one of those two guys, if even, of uh, Gossman and Giolito. But that's what I just did. Big trade. Raymond, what have if, you done? If you don't keep Giolito in that league, you can probably for sure trade him before the draft. Yeah, but remember, if I trade him, then I have to keep whoever I trade him for. So oh, yeah, I that's can. true. I forget yeah. about that rule. The way, yeah, there's that rule. You can't just pawn off all your extra keeper guys because yep. otherwise, like, I would have done that every year. I always run into a problem where there's, like, 15 guys I want to keep and I'm yeah. like, can, I can only keep seven. So I run so, into that every single year. My TGFBI team, I, we sat down to record, and I was like, oh, shoot, I missed the TGFBI window. Uh, no, I had seven minutes left. So I grabbed Andrew Chafin and I dropped Tommy Henry. For two dollars, I thought that was a pretty good price. Yeah, it is. Um, Memorial Magazine League, nothing. FAI, I had a few different trades. The first one, I traded Bryson Stott and Reese Olson for Trevor Story, and alone. Um, both of those guys are three dollars, and Story is like seven, I think. So I made out a few dollars there. I like that trade that, a lot. Yeah, I'm not a huge Bryson Stott guy, and. Reese Olsen's fine, but I wanted Trevor Story. And then I traded Dylan Cease for uh, – and a massive $28 loan Dude. for a, a $2 Christian Encarnacion strand. That, I think that – I love that deal for you, dude. I think that's – I had a – I told you I think I had you, Darvish, and Kyle Tucker in a trade for CES, and he, he took yours over mine, which obviously you, <laughs> Darvish, is like leukemia or something now. So, Oh, geez. I think that's why he did it. <laughs> um. Maybe you should throw less pitches. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's probably what caused it. <laughs> and then I traded Freddie Freeman, Ethan Salas, and a thirty-dollar loan for Robert Hassel, Yanier Cano, Quinn Priester, and Josh Bell. I, you know, I, that was by far my least favorite trade of yours because, I, besides Cano, I don't even really know what you got there. Like I think Quinn Priester, Freeman, dude. You got... Priester sucks. He's like no, I. I it's points, sucks. not ever, not nobody sucks in points. <laughs> Hassel also is like his prospect status is in the sh- is right down the shitter. So, I mean, he's cheap, yeah. I guess. So, I don't know. I I really Cano for three dollars. I think is a steal. And then, yeah, I like Priester. I think he. Uh, I think both of those guys are by lows, and there's no way Freddie Freeman gets kept. So, 
my like my co-manager who doesn't actually co-manage anything who just doesn't want me to trade Freddie Freeman was pretty pissed but like uh, um I'm like dude it's fine we can just sign him again next year yeah maybe I don't know he they might keep he's so good he's like the best player in the league they might keep him still just because he's so good yeah maybe throw some throw some arb on him maybe they'll change their mind yeah honestly yep and then my home league, I added Mike Soroka just for his start, dropped Logan Allen, added Jordan Westberg, added Lance Lynn, and dropped AJSS. Oh, dude, Lance Lynn is so frustrating, but those strikeouts are tantalizing. Um, and then NLI, I made a couple smaller moves. I traded a ninth-round pick for and Christopher Sanchez for Brett Beatty. And then I traded uh, Francisco Alvarez for Jason Foley. Yeah, when you the- did that one, I was like, I was like, what? I don't get that. But then you're <laughs> like, well, Alvarez was on a keeper anyway, so yeah, it makes sense. And I have that's one of the leagues I have Bo Naylor in, and like, yeah, you don't need two catchers. Unless Dave, you what have you done in both both the Braves guys? Yeah, exactly. What have you done, Gabe, in Fantasy Baseball Invitational? Anything? So my big move that I'm trying to – I did a couple of things. I added a $2 Jared Young. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I'm not saying he's worth it, but I'm excited to have him. Uh, and then I'm, I'm working on a trade with a guy in FAI that said that if he won this week, which he did, he beat Raymond, that he's going to give me Dustin Harris and Tanner – Bybee for Wade Miley, Andrew Chafin, and Kyle Tucker. A $53, $53 Kyle Tucker. The other two guys are $1 guys. Bybee's a $2 guy. Dustin Harris is a $1 guy. Uh, we'll see. I'm not going to hold him to it. He said he would uh, finish the deal, but, uh, you know, I, I, obviously everybody's – it's not done until it's done. So that's what I'm kind of hoping comes mm-hmm. down. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, Raymond, you got a Raymondism? Yeah, so I stumbled across this on Twitter this morning. You guys know what Bobby Bonilla Day is? Yeah, yeah of course. It's the He's biggest like a million dollars every year or whatever. For like 30-something years or whatever. Yeah. So beginning in 2033, when Mookie Betts will be 40, the Dodgers owe him at least $8 million until 2044. Eight million so, a year? Yeah. So it's like the first <laughs> one, two, three, four, five years are eight million. The next two are ten million, and the last five are eleven million. Wow. For like for literally eleven years. Wow. Happy Mookie Betts Day. Yep. So Mookie Betts Day will be the new Bobby Bonilla Day in a decade. Well, do you guys know who the third highest paid player on the Cincinnati Reds is this year? Joey Votto. Ken Griffey no, Jr. No, number one. Ken Griffey Jr., yeah. Uh, Griffey is? Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he was still getting paid. Yeah, he's got like four or five million coming to him this year, I guess. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, guys, it's late. I'm going to wrap this up because I got to work tomorrow. So that's it. You can find us. On you can find me at Twitter on Twitter at Fantasy Ace Ball. You can find Raymond at Raymond Atherton. You can find Gabe at Catcher Streamer. Please rate and review the podcast. Give us five stars. Tell us how much you love us. Tell Gabe, uh, 
to come back and not miss the next 20 episodes again. Hey, I'm planning <laughs> on being there on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. See you next time. Peace.